right. Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio. We are here today with Corey and Shay. Hi, Shay and Corey. Hey. And How are you doing? I'm good. And I'm Lee Preston with Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We uh, are glad that you're here. This is our podcast series. Today is uh, our first podcast and probably our only podcast for December. So Merry Christmas to both of you and Merry Christmas to our listeners. It is that time of year when we have to begin looking at what Christmas is going to look like and what Christmas is going to be like. And that's the topic of our conversation today. You are listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, and it's sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We are a listener-supported and a donor-supported ministry, and so I do want to say a quick note about our year-end giving campaign. We do a lot of our work by donation only. A lot of our counseling and a lot of our healing events are, are free to put those who show up. We do ask for some sort of donation, and so sometimes we get a little, and sometimes we get enough. And so I'm just asking listeners to think about today and to pray about if they'd be willing to offer a donation, a year-end donation. You can go to our website at shadowofhiswingsministry.com, click on the Donate button. We love having recurring donations, which is a monthly donation because it helps our year-end, I mean, our budget, our yearly budget, helps us to plan, it helps us to see what's coming, and so that's always helpful. But if you can't give a recurring donation, there's also a possibility, an option on the website to just give a one-time donation. You can do it through a credit card or PayPal. We just sure appreciate you thinking about us at the end of the year. We do mostly, uh, we ask sometimes off and on throughout the year, but our big ask event is at the end of the year because it helps us plan for the next fiscal year. So if you're feeling uh, the Lord laid on your heart, you have a bit of a generous heart right now, you'd like to give something to the ministry, we would sure appreciate it and we will thank you in advance. So that's for Shadow of His Wings Ministry. Go to the website at shadowofhiswingsministry.com and hit the donate tab. Well, and I think it helps because a lot of times this is the time of year when we start you know, like a few months ago, we started planning for, you know, the future for 2019, where we're going as a ministry and what God's laying on our heart. And sometimes it's that stress of, oh my gosh, you know, God is laying these things on our heart, but but how are we going to do this financially when, you know, it seems like throughout the year, we kind of live from right. month to month, you know, and the donations we we get and whatever God provides and... And um, and so it is. It is nice to kind of take this time for people that are looking at, you know, who would they want to support for 2019, and the monthly really helps because it's something we can kind of put our teeth into, so That's to right. speak. Absolutely. So, so think about us, pray about it. If you'd like to give, we'd love to have your donation at the end of this year. We are titling today's podcast uh, Christmas Stress. Uh, it is it is the time of year where a lot of people love this time of year, but it's also the time of year where a lot of people don't love this time of year because it's hard. It's stressful. Sometimes there's, you know, we, we love family. We love getting together. We love being together. But sometimes families find out that, you know, there's stress when they all get together because people change. People don't, you know, they're not... 
we have to deal with uncle so-and-so or aunt so-and-so or some relative that comes in and it's like a stressful time of year. Uh, and the, and certainly the folks we work with, you know, if you have already got some brokenness or stress in your life and you come to a holiday, sometimes the sadness comes around this time of year. Sometimes there's a, a real sadness, a despair, because it's like, well, I want to enjoy this time of year, but what do I really have to enjoy? Um, we begin looking at, unfortunately, sometimes the things we aren't getting this time of year versus the things we do already have. And so that's a sometimes leads to, to sadness and despair. So uh, we want to talk a little bit about what do we do this time of year to ease our, our stress, to ease our sadness. What do we what are some thoughts you all have about Christmas stress and Christmas sadness? Well, I think it's interesting that you know, I was thinking this morning how you know, it's a it is a hard time. It's a hard time for for people that maybe don't have family or they don't have a real good Christmas outlook. But it's even hard for people because I see myself as as I enjoy Christmas, you know, and I feel like, you know, I always have a good Christmas. Um, you know, there are the bumps in the road, though. That's, those are the things that cause you the stress. It's like, right. you know, wow, I still find myself stressed to, you know, I wonder if so-and-so is going to be happy. You see depression coming in, you know, to certain people's lives that are close to you or something. So that starts weighing on your heart. Sure. You know, just different things like that. And what do you think causes that sadness this time of year? Is it lack of, is, is it having expectation and not getting those expectations met? Is it having, I mean, because there is a lot of buildup to Christmas, right? We, we spend hours putting up trees and putting up Christmas decorations, except for Corey. Corey doesn't put up a tree, but we'll see if that comes up <laughs> next year. <laughs> he didn't think I was going to Well, he, yeah, just, he, just was... got, he just got his new home, and so. That's right. He's, he's working into it. I didn't know we were going to go that route. <laughs> you didn't know we were going there. All right, we'll get off that real quick. <laughs> is this quick. an intervention? No, no, it's not. It's it's a Christmas intervention. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. A Christmas intervention. But it's, you know, we go through all this, putting up lights and trees and meal preparation, and and there's holiday parties. And I'm, I'm just wondering what you all think causes the stress and the sadness. Is it all this buildup and it and nothing can ever live up to that expectation of all that's built it, that we build it up to be or is it just a sadness because we don't have something a family member or a family that we wish we had is there i mean what do you think that sadness comes from all of the above all of the above i mean i really think there's a cornucopia of of um i mean it's it can be different for different people what do you think? I think it's like a time of reflection, kind of. You just look at the bigger picture, and if it's not, if you're not where you want to be, or if things aren't the way you think they should be, it it can cause sadness. Maybe those are good. Op- those are good answers. Yeah, I can see that. I think one thing too is, um, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about how, and I know this doesn't relate, but. I was thinking how sometimes we work with, when we work with couples, you know, married couples that start having some issues in their marriage. And we talk about how, 
you know, for women, they have this happily ever after, you know, thinking, you know, right. they're going to get married and everything's going to be, wonderful. you know, wonderful. It's going to be all roses and picket fences and yeah. And it's not always that. And so, right. so my thought kind of went from there to Christmas and how, you know, I think that with Christmas comes, you know, the, the feeling of, as when you're a child and and everything is just um you know it's just it's just believe you know this whole mentality of you know the the polar express you know you have the little bell and you just believe you know right and i think it's that i think it's that the reality that it isn't always that you can just believe because believing doesn't always just make things go away you, Right. It takes work or it takes faith in God. It takes, you know, perseverance. Right. And I think that's the reality. It comes up against, you know, your reality comes up against the fantasy. Amen. And so it's it's that wanting to believe and wanting to for it to be a great Christmas and everything to be great, you know, right. but it's the reality that kind of pulls the damper on it. So that's interesting. I think that's an, an interesting place to go. So, you know, it's not necessarily the belief in Christ that's that's you're talking about. It's the belief in Christmas. Like somehow this Christmas will be wonderful and my expectations will be met and everything will turn out beautifully. And sometimes that clashes up against reality where those things don't get met. Well, and again, you know, I'm you have to kind of go with me when I'm talking about how it's the belief of a child. Sure. Okay? You're not believing as an adult where you, you know, you have your faith in God that's the same as, you know, sure, the, you know, it's like in the Bible when it talks about, you know, having having the faith of a child, you know, and having the, just that, that that a child has. Right. Um, it's not really, you know, wrapped up in their faith in God, you know, so to speak, and right. all of those things. It's just that the wonder of it all, you know, the wonder of you wake up and, you know, and, and all of a sudden you have these gifts from this person, you know, and even for people that, that don't really talk about Santa or don't really bring that into the home, there's still that media and everything, that belief that comes around that it's just like, you know, it's just these miracles, you know, you, you watch all the movies and it's like the miracle at Christmas time, the miracle at Christmas Creek, the miracle, you know, all these, you know, everything has a miracle in it. Right. So you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that faith of a child. And do you think that, that then it's best to just not have expectations? Because no. there've been times when I've thought, wow, it might actually be a relief to take all the, the, materialistic part of it off to not have to to rush around to buy everything to to actually just go away for christmas and be with you know just your loved ones and just be by a fire and sit in the cabin and just enjoy just being together not have all these expectations of what it should look like i mean do you think that would help keep the sadness away or do you think that would still be a sad place for people Well, I think that, I don't think that that would take the sadness away. I mean, um, I still think that Christmas is a time where, you know, you look outside of yourself right. to, 
to bring joy to others. Sure. You know, to do for others, you know, even if it is buying them something, you know, but it's also loving on people. And so I don't know, I don't know how to answer that question. I guess, you know, my thinking is if, like, say, for instance, you take away, you say, okay, we're not going to, as a family, we're not going to have gifts. We're not going to, you're making that decision for yourself, see, because you're thinking it might take, it might make it less stressful for you. However, Christmas isn't a time of trying to figure out what it is for you. It's trying to figure out how you can give for others. Right. And I, I'm I'm saying that I think it's important to not make it so materialistic. Oh, I agree. Because I think when it gets in that place of materialistic, that actually can cause a lot of depression because people oh, come definitely. to the table going, oh, what am I getting this year? And if you don't get it, then you're depressed. Definitely. And then you got fa families running in circles trying to buy all this stuff. I agree. Going into debt to try to buy everything to make everybody happy. And then it's almost like you think it's made everybody happy, but they actually walk away going, oh, yay, I got this. But what about this one thing I didn't get? Exactly. And then there's this sadness of just, well, once again, I'm let down. Right. You know, if you give someone everything and then you forget one thing, then there's this depression of, well, I didn't get this one thing. Come on, Corey, save the day. Okay. <laughs> I think. So what would you think? What? No, no, no. Yes. What were you going to say? Just, just uh, finding something to be thankful for, I think. Right would be a good key to um, overcoming that. Instead of looking at what's wrong, look at what's not wrong, you know? I mean, I it's easy great. to say that, but... Well, and I think that's what I was getting at about the cabin in the woods. I think sometimes it's helpful to not be so concerned about what can I give someone to make them happy, but how do I just help them see how to be thankful? And I think we've lost the art of being thankful. And I think that's a good place to go. It's like it's like you can be thankful when you have everything, but but how do you be thankful when you don't? Well, Maybe let's... we need to talk about what is it that we really think that people have a hard time with? What makes people sad at Christmas? You're saying it's the magic of Christmas and it's well, not I'm saying that's one true. thing. I think I think that's one thing. I think that you know sometimes it's just stressful because you have you know fa you have families that get together and you know then maybe there's been some issues or some things that go on it can cause stress between I mean a big thing is and the reality is for a lot of a lot of couples is that you have in-laws and outlaws, you know, and you it's the stress of, you know, where do we go this year? Who comes here? Who goes there? And I mean, I've talked with my sister and and she's she's the same way. It's like, you know, we talk about how you figure out where you're gonna go when you've got kids that are now married or they have kids or they have, you know, other in-laws and it just gets complicated. Sure. And then feelings get hurt, you know, or you have, or you have families that have estranged kids, not strange kids, estranged kids, right? <clears throat> you know, and uh, so that causes depression to come in, 
And I guess those are all the causes, but what do you think helps that? I think like Corey said, I think it does help to, you know, instead of looking at the problem, to look at, you know, what you're thankful for and to try and find a solution from from that thankfulness. Right. So I said I was joking about this, but what are we thankful for this year? What would y'all say you're thankful for? Well, I mean, I think a lot of things. I think I'm thankful for for family and friends and and um just thankful for God's blessing and his continued, you know, faithfulness, you know, his continued manna, you know, for my life. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for I guess I'm thankful for his grace because of all the mistakes I've made over the past year <clears throat> and that I'm still here, still struggling sometimes, but still fighting. Amen. You know? And Corey and I both say, ditto. ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get off easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it all so so well. What is that? How did y'all both know to say ditto? Though? I looked That's... over at him and said ditto. <laughs> and it's true, sweetie. I mean, I love the way you put that. It is. Those are all things to be fa- to be thankful for. And I guess I do pray for people and for my kids that they could just be thankful for what they have. To be thankful, to not be hurt if they don't get what they think they want. To not, I mean, because we've all learned, right, that life is never going to end up being perfect. There is no, you know, that's why we love this time of year, right? Because we can live in the fantasy for a, for a little while. That the turkey gets done and the cookies all come out not burned and life looks great. And there's the house is decorated. And yet that's just a fantasy because you still have to go home and see your true life. And there is a lot of thankfulness in our true life. You know, there's thankfulness. Mm-hmm. And I pray that for, for those listening. I pray that for our kids, for our friends like Corey. I mean, people who are like family to us. You know, that we can just realize that it's not all the gifts. It's not all the sparkle. It's not the lights. It's how can I make my kid feel happy this year or my grandkid feel happy by getting them what they want. It's how do I show them how to be thankful in all things. That's just what I feel, you know, is my gratitude is I love feeling grateful in all things. Not always there. I don't live there, but I visit. (laughs) You know, I can visit there at times. And just feel a gratitude of, you know, I'm blessed even if I get nothing this year. I'm blessed. Right. God has blessed me. He's blessed me in things that aren't tangible. You know, he's blessed me with family, with friends, with, you know, this place, with our ministry, with a beautiful wife who loves me. I mean, it's like nothing turns out perfectly but it's still worth being thankful for. And I guess that's why I was struggling with this podcast because I kept feeling like, oh, we've got to help people find happiness. It's like, no, it's okay to say it's probably not always going to be happy. 
But where do you find your peace? Do you find your peace and your rest in your thankfulness of what God has given? Sometimes we spend a lot of time looking over the fence at what what everyone else has or what we think we should have that we don't realize just the thankfulness of what we've already been given. So let me ask you a question. Go for it. I I saw the light bulb pop up in your head. Um, Outside of, you know, outside of materialistic things, you know, what would you say to somebody that is struggling with depression because they've, you know, they've lost a loved one or they've, you know, they've whatever, you know, they've, they've got something in their life that's just brought them to a place of just, wow, I am just, I find no joy in Christmas. And it has nothing to do with materialistic things. I mean, because I hear you talking about materialistic things, but I don't know that that's always what causes depression, that you don't get what you want. Right. I guess I mean emotionally it can cause depression when we don't get what we want. Like someone doesn't come through for us at Christmas or we don't get a call from that loved one. Sure. Or you can't work it out with a family member. They just can't come home. Or you have in-laws that that you can't manage or you can't figure out how to make it work with them. Or you have kids who argue at Christmas and it doesn't turn out well. I think – I think in that place, it's not only just physical getting what you want. It's like, how do I be thankful in all things right where I am? Yes. And certainly if you've lost someone, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that we can, oh, yay, let me just put on a happy face because I know it's Christmas. It's like I I would offer to that person, find someone that you can trust to talk to. Well, and find ways to, I mean, because that... You know, in some of these things that I'm talking about, um, you could be going through the process of grief. Yeah. And so, you know, in grief and and going through the Christmas holidays is a, you know, it's a hard thing. It is. And so it's finding ways to grieve, um, I guess through the holidays, you know, it's, it's, you know, writing a letter to the loved one that passed or, you know, or whatever way, you know, whatever you're struggling with, you know. And finding maybe new traditions as well. True. So you, this loved one is gone. How do you find something new that says this is something we're going to, do on Christmas now. Right. You know, I mean, I guess that's what I'm offering is, is I don't know that anybody's Christmas goes as perfectly as what they'd like, but, but do I stay in and look at the things I don't have, or do I begin to ask the Lord to show me those things that I can do to find my hope? There you go. To find my thankfulness, to say, you know, okay, so none of this worked out. You know, I'll never forget my first Christmas alone. I I was in re- recovery. I didn't have anything. I didn't have any money. I just still felt like I should go and get a little tree. You know, it, I, had to, I had to make ornaments. 
My daughter and I made ornaments that year. It was like I didn't have enough money to buy the ornaments. I didn't have enough money to go get this really big tree. I found a little clay a pot that I had and bought a, a really small tree, and, and we just we, we did it. It's like trying to be thankful and see things that you have to create differently. It's like it didn't turn out well. It's like a lady that I saw on Facebook. There's a friend of mine. She recently lost her husband, and she, her next-door neighbors came over and decorated her house with lights because that's what her husband had always done. You know, it's like it's for us to try to remember to do those things right. for people. You right. know, it's like when you know someone's lost something, to go and try to say, I want to be for you what you've lost, at least for this moment. Exactly. And sometimes that can help you get out of your depression and to go do something for someone else to realize that that's really what Christmas is about. Right. You know, is when you have it to go buy a tree for someone or to go buy a little gift for someone. I mean, that's... That's what I would offer to people. Not all of us are going to go do that. Some of us are too sad to do that. Some of us feel too stressed to be able to get outside of the stress and just go think of someone else. Sometimes Christmas makes us very, you know, closed in. Right. Um, but trying to know that it's okay to say, it's okay. Right. You know, so you don't get this this year. Go do this. Go see something else. Go do something else. Go find something that gives you joy this Christmas. Right. And to try to be able to be in that, you know. Um, I guess that's good suggestions. Thank you. Does that answer your question? That answers my question. What would you tell someone? And you can say ditto back if you want to. <laughs> You know, well, I feel like I've already, you know, kind of touched on that right. is, you know, it's just finding ways, you know, you can, I, get, I guess that's the thing is, you know, sometimes there are so many different things that, that a person may be struggling with, you know, at Christmas time right. that, you know, it's, you know, it's hard to say do this or do that, you know, but, but I think it's definitely just realizing that it could be a process of grief and it's and it's seeing how you can how you can work through the grief i think it's it's trying to not seclude yourself trying to continue looking for things to do amen you know people to be around that are that are good people you know good good for you you know right. emotionally Absolutely. Being able to share your heart with people. And I think one thing that you did mention that I think is important is that Christmas is a time of hope. It's not always that time of believing all the time. It's it it is that message of hope. Amen. You know, and it's how can I find hope in in this season? Amen. Because you're absolutely right. I mean, it's sad. It's hurtful. Somebody's lost. Someone doesn't you know, a, a person you love dies and is no longer with you at Christmas. A, a child moves away. A grandkid's no longer in your, your life. You know, those are sad moments. But our hope is in trying to find what else can I find here that gives me hope? What else can I do? So, you know, this doesn't happen. I, I think of, of our, you know, of people that we've known that, you know, 
this person is has passed away or this person moves away. It's like, it may feel like your whole Christmas is different. It's okay to grieve that. It's okay to say it's it's not going to be the same. Right. You know, I remember when we first got married, you had your idea of the way Christmas was supposed to look. I had my way of the way Christmas. And we had to grieve that and kind of wrestle through that our Christmases weren't going to look exactly that like we had always thought they would. True. But once you come out of that place, it's a place of realizing that, you know, is it really all that important that everything line up? Or is it just trying to find love and hope and peace in this place where the world is spinning? Right. You know, and just trying to relax in that place of, okay, it's not going to be the same, but it can still be good. It may not line up perfectly, but it can still be good. Exactly. And what's most important, if everything lines up or if we find hope in Christ, if we find trust in the in the process, if we realize that, okay, if this isn't the same, it doesn't mean I can't find something else that can make it good. Exactly. Well, we struggled through that one. Hopefully you found some nuggets along the way that helped you, and uh, hopefully you found some truths. We do want to wish you a Merry Christmas. May you find hope this Christmas. May you... Be able to believe, believe in those things that you can find foundation in, and may you also find hope because that's the thing that will carry you through. We are glad that you're listening. We're glad that you join us and keep listening in 2019 because we're going to start off with a bang. God bless you and Merry Christmas.